0: Good morning, Hornets. It's Miss McLeod, your favorite assistant principal. It's just me flying solo today. Um, However, we do have a fantastic uh, podcast for you this morning, and I have some great guests here as well as some announcements to share. So let me go ahead and get started with the announcements. Uh, I know we're super excited about our Ag Magnet. And of course, one way to broadcast that and to let people know what our magnet is all about is the open house. So the open house for our Ag Business Magnet is going to be uh, Monday, January 31st, 7 p.m. at the Ag Center. This is gonna be an outside event. We figured it would be better to have an outside than a virtual event at, um, if we could do that in any way possible. And so again, that's 7 p.m. at the Ag Center, it's gonna be outside. Please spread the word to anyone who doesn't already attend Hawthorne so that they can hear about our wonderful opportunity that we have here. Um, also, Ms. Correa would like for me to announce that she is starting her Spanish club today and it's going to meet every Tuesday and Thursday um, after school in her room, so if you have any questions about the Spanish club, what that entails, um, any questions at all, please make sure that you see Ms. Correa. We have several basketball games coming up this week, very exciting ones. Our Lady Hornets uh, will be facing off against Columbia today here at home. And that game starts at 6 p.m. So come on out and support our Lady Hornet Hornet basketball team. They have been playing hard all weekend. um, And now they've got a couple games coming up this week. They also have another one Friday. Um, They will be hosting GHS here at 7 p.m. So please make sure to come out and cheer them on and support them. Thursday, we actually have a couple of things going on. Not only do we have a basketball game with our boys hosting PK Young here at 7.30, we also have report cards that are coming out. That's Thursday the 20th. They will be available to view on Skyward. So parents, make sure if you don't have a Skyward, um, if you don't have that parent um, set up on Skyward, please make sure that you call the school and talk to Miss Carol, and she can go ahead and get that set up for you. It's really important. Teachers post a lot of announcements out on Skyward pertaining to their classes. They also post, we also again have report cards and progress reports. Um, So it's really important to make sure that your information is updated in Skyward um, and that you have Skyward access. So report cards are viewable this Thursday. And then we also have our monthly SAC and PTA community meeting. This is gonna be held at the Hawthorne Community Center. 5.30 is when SAC starts, and then the PTA is gonna be at 6 p.m. We love meeting with the community. We love all of the um, Interaction and support that we get as a school, I know Shell as well, and then Hawthorne, we really appreciate the community support, and we are loving the community PTA. So please, again, that is 5:30 for the SAC portion, and then the PTA is going to be at six, and that's at the Hawthorne Community Center, Thursday, uh, January 20th. Um, ooh, one super exciting announcement! So our fabulous Teacher of the Year, Miss Correa. She is going to be celebrated um, at the Teacher of the Year event, which is held at the Trinity United Methodist Church, and that is going to be January 27th. So again, Miss Correa, our wonderful Teacher of the Year, this year at Hawthorne, representing Hawthorne, she's gonna have her moment to be celebrated at Trinity United Methodist Church, the Teacher of the Year program, that starts at 5.30 on January 27th. All right, so. Now I am very excited about our guests today. They actually had time to come out last week and talk to Ms. Harrow's classes. Um, The Gainesville Fire Rescue presented a great opportunity to our seniors and they are here today to spread the word with the community and be able to put it out there so that you can hear everything that our seniors got to hear about. And so if you know of someone who might be interested in this opportunity as well, they're going to talk about that. So I have today Assistant Chief um, David Sutton and Firefighter Clarence Williams. And gentlemen, like I've mentioned before, I'm really excited. Thank you guys so much for coming here. Thank you for coming last week. I know that you have a busy schedule. Ms. Harrow talked about your presentation, said that it was really great and that she had some seniors that might be reaching out to you about it. So I'd like to go ahead and turn the time over to you. Um, Let's talk about the opportunity first. So what did you share when you um, came to Ms. Harrow's class?
1: Um, The opportunity that I presented to the high school seniors were that... Uh, we're in a special time uh, within our department to where we're doing something that we used to do a long time ago, um, and then we kind of stopped doing it, and now we're back. And that's uh, basically investing into our community, you know, and our neighbors uh, with an opportunity to where we're hiring non-certified people um, and paying them a, a salary of roughly around a little over thirty-eight thousand, um, and you get paid every two weeks. Um, and you get hired and uh, the department actually pays for you to to go to school and then once you're done um, you just attend orientation then you basically have a job once you're
2: done
0: oh my gosh wow so really just straight out hiring and then you start off with around $38,000
2: so the concept is that uh, not everybody can afford to go to school to be be fully certified. So in the state of Florida to work as a professional firefighter, you typically have to be both an EMT and fire certified. This is about anywhere from like a four and a half to six month process if you do it back to back. They tend to be full-time programs where it's very difficult for somebody to have a job, um, even if it's a, a job with a flexible schedule, and then also attend these programs. For example, um, the the fire college in Ocala is, you know, Monday through Friday pretty much 8 to 5. So and then you have to study. I mean, you know, there's quizzes and tests you have to prepare for. You're also tired. You're doing a lot of physical training. So it's not easy for somebody to have uh, employment where they're supporting themselves uh, and then also go through these programs at the same time. So, you know, to sort of increase our recruitment pool, we're offering a non-certified opportunity where we will pay you a salary while you are going through the training process, and then if you're successful, you essentially work for Gainesville Fire Rescue. And there's a there's a time commitment involved with that, so you can't just get the job and then leave. Um, and then you have to go through our orientation process, where we sort of show you the ropes as, as to working specifically for our department, um, and then you work with Gainesville Fire Rescue. And that sort of it sort of serves two purposes, you know, it, it it allows people in the community an opportunity to get this training and, and give back to their community, whereas sometimes it just take it, you have to wait or save up or have a family member that's willing to help you. Um, otherwise, you, you really can't partake in it. Um, so this gives an op- this expands that opportunity to everybody. And the other thing is it allows us to really focus our re- recruitment efforts locally. So right now the way individ- you know the way departments hire. We, when we have an opening, we'll get applications from all over the state, but those individuals aren't necessarily quite as committed to the community as someone who grew up here, whose parents live here, they went to high school in this area, in the Great, in, in the Gainesville, Lachro County area. Um, so, we're trying to give those individuals an opportunity, but we're also trying to, you know, focus our recruitment efforts locally.
0: That's amazing. And you know, one thing I think it's important that we go over while we have a minute is. Just kind of letting our listeners know what are the requirements So like what are you looking for? what do you need to be able to start? what are some important uh, like maybe program deadlines that our, our students or the community might need to know if they're looking um, you know to take part in this wonderful opportunity. So um, Assistant Chief Sutton, what are some
2: So the way the way we hire um, what, what's required, on by the start date is a high school diploma um, whether it's you know the, the traditional diploma or ged you have to be 18 years old by the by the start date so if you're not quite 18 at the application deadline that's okay because the start date is is more so in august or september and then have a valid driver's license at the time of hire so our know, individual individuals that work for us are required to drive emergency vehicles at some point in their career and they have to have a valid driver's license and that's a requirement from the state of Florida. So, um, In terms of the application itself, we use a third-party service called the National Testing Network. So you can go to the NationalTestingNetwork.com um, or www.NationalTestingNetwork.com and it'll guide you through the application process which is event- essentially two tests. One is a computer-based test called the Fire Team Test, and then there's a physical um, test called the CPAT. Um, CPAT. It's an acronym. Um, so, one thing that's important to know is that you have to select the National Testing Network will ask you before you take the test where you want your scores to go, um, and you have to select Gainesville Fire Rescue uh, before you take the test. So you can't you can't think let me take this test see how I do and then I'll go back and select it won't it actually will not let you do that Um, so you have to select it ahead of time Um, and then if you you know if you don't quite get the scores that you want um, you first of all you can call our department and ask us to pull your scores and see and if you don't get the scores that you want you can uh, you wait three months you can take it again so um, so it's not you know it's not a one-time thing Um, there are practice exams on there that you can um, that you can pay for. We, we do recommend that. Um, we have a recruitment program at Gainesville Fire Rescue that have individuals that have are familiar with that test because there's it's a different test. It's not just a math and reading test. There's some... Uh, components where you sort of inter, you know judge interactions between people and this video based um, and if you've never taken that kind of test before it might help to just learn a little bit about it and we can provide that support um, the same for the CPAT we can provide some uh, if you're in our recruitment program we can provide support preparing people for the CPAT it's not um, it's not an impossible physical test but it really helps if you have an idea of the different physical components because it's it's, uh, based on movements that you might encounter on a fire ground. So if you get to be familiar with those movements and just practice them a little bit, it definitely increases your likelihood of success. So we we can help uh, applicants that are interested, uh, that contact us, we we can help them prepare for both the fire team and the CPAP, Um, and we're excited to do that and then someone takes those exams via the national testing network they have to sign up on that website and as long as they select the scores to go to us then we will pull those scores and any anyone that has passed we will send them an email asking them to apply so There's no, at no no point in the beginning do you actually go on to the City of Gainesville website and apply to be a firefighter. We reach out to you based on your scores on the National Testing Network, as long as you have requested that they send those scores to us. Um, Our recruitment team is definitely familiar with this process and they're excited to walk people through it. Don't feel like you have to memorize everything I just said. Um, You can contact Gainesville Fire Rescue and via phone or email, and we will connect you to individuals that uh, are very experienced in walking people through this exam. For this particular hiring that we're doing, we're going to pull those scores on May 10th. Um, so the, you have to have taken the test by the first, really the first week of May, right? So if it's, if it's May 11th, um, you won't make it for this, this upcoming round. Um, we had some paperwork that said said May 2nd, but um, due to some uh, scheduling conflicts, it'll be May 10th when I pull those scores. So at that point, I'll look to see who you know who is, has a passing score on the, on both those exams, and then we'll, our human resources department will send them an email. Um, you'll have a little bit more time to take the CPAT. We'll pull the list again um, in the, you know towards the end of May to to review the CPAT scores, and, and we giving people a little more time, because that's a physical test that requires preparation. If if you've never taken it, or if you're just a hair out of shape, and it's been a while since you've done some exercise, a a month or two should really be able to get you there, um, as long as you're familiar with the movements, and uh, and we just wanted to give people a little bit more time. So May 10th and uh, the end of May are are sort of our our deadlines um, for pulling those two scores, and we'd be excited to see a lot of applicants we'd love we'd love to see um, you know applicants that are either graduates or um, you know or or graduating from Elachio County school system so we would be very excited for that
0: well awesome thank you I mean that sounds like uh, such an amazing opportunity and the fact that you're getting that time to train that you're getting that time to you know again earn a living while you're training and and all those things Um, and so guys so Make sure, it's just like everything else that we talk about, you've got to have a little preparation, you've got to do a few things before, so you've got to make sure that you're taking that test. There's those two tests that you need to be able to pass. So if it's something that you're interested, you know, I'm pretty sure you could also reach out to Gainesville Fire Rescue, maybe like uh, Assistant Chief Sutton was saying, talk to somebody who's been through the process and just kind of get an idea of what it's all like you know, while you're trying to figure out if this is something you like to do. And speaking of someone who probably also knows the process really well, Firefighter Williams, who was here last week and actually was presenting to Masero's class, talk a little bit about that, you know, the life of a firefighter, how you got here, you know, why you were working for Gainesville Fire Rescue, um, and just share a little bit about that.
1: Um, I kind of started basically when I was young, um, kind of, already knew what I wanted to be since I was a little kid Uh, when I used to basically see fire trucks come in my neighborhood I guess they were hydrant testing or whatever and I would always run outside and um, talk to them and my aunt because I was raised by my aunt she always uh, seen that passion so she kind of pushed it so she pushed the uh, the firefighter shows the the firefighter trucks for Christmas the firefighter cookie jars Um, and so she kind of I guess in a sense like she took my passion and then she kinda of just like pushed it towards um where she knew I wanted to go. Um so when I got in high school I ended up joining the uh Explorer program with Games of Fire Rescue back when they had one. Um I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, right. through the uh, now well it used to be called Lofton, but I guess it's called Professional Academy's Magnet now. Um, and did the fire EMS program there and uh, the cool thing about that program was we actually got to the opportunity to go to the stations and do ride-alongs and spend time with the crews and see how they operate, see their day lives and, and go on calls and it basically just fueled um, the passion even more um, and from that point I kind of knew like Gainesville Fire excuse is where I wanted to work um, so I ended up after high school, I um, ended up just volunteering for a little while, and then I ended up going to fire school. And then right out of fire school, once I got done fire school, I ended up getting hired with uh, Citrus County Fire Rescue, which I took the first opportunity that came, and then uh, kind of made my way back to Gainesville fire rescue in a sense. Um, but I, the day in the life is normally, you know, you, you come in, um, you do your your shift change with your crew, um, basically get your pass down for the day, or if there's any problems, calls that went on, any missing equipment, or etc. Um, and then you basically resume responsibility for that that truck, and you get ready for your your day. You get ready for your shift. Um, you check off EMS equipment. Um, I'm currently right now I ride on uh, what we call tire One, which is a, a ladder truck. So we have um, saws that we have to check off, um, we have specialty equipment that we have to check off because it's a specialty truck, so ropes and um, other equipment that we use for specialty rescue like confined space, um, structural collapse, so it's basically um, truck So it's kind of like a
0: major incident, then you're going to be at that major incident with the,
1: yeah, with the truck. Yeah, pretty so,
0: much. And how long have you been, how long have you been with Gainesville Rescue, or just a well, firefighter in general, how long have you been doing that for?
1: Uh, firefighter in general, if you include volunteer, uh, probably over like, uh, over eight years now. But i only been with Gainesville Fire Rescue just over two years. This year, make three.
0: Awesome. I thought, and then what about with you, Assistant
2: uh, Chief? Um, I'm coming on to my 16th year at Gainesville Fire Rescue. Um, I came up to Gainesville from South Florida to go to college and probably about um, third or fourth year I you know, just didn't enjoy the things I was studying and uh, so I uh, just sort of discovered um, the health field and one of the different ways you can get into the health field is through the um, emergency services in the fire department so you have to become an EMT and then you can become a paramedic um, paramedics can also take bridge programs to become nurses um, and so I sort of discovered the health field a little bit and, and found that uh, there was sort of an exciting opportunity to be involved in, in, in sort of health professions uh, which ended up being the fire service so I I, I went to paramedic school and then um, and fire school and, uh, you know a, a year later got hired by Gainesville Fire Rescue um, so that's sort of how I started my career um, and then just sort of went from firefighter to driver to EMS captain, lieutenant, and district chief, Um, and uh, then I became the assistant chief, and I'm over training in the community medicine program that we've started. Um, One thing, I also went back to school and finished my degree, and so one thing that I wanted to highlight uh, that stands out to me about working for the fire department um, is that we have like a tuition reimbursement program and a schedule that sort of allows people to really continue their education. So for individuals that are not totally certain what it is that they wanted to what, want to study, or um, you know they're not entirely sure, you know, we have a, a lot of our individuals, a lot of our employees um, that complete their college degrees while they're working for Ansel Fire Rescue. Um, you know in, in the city uh, provides tuition assistance for those degrees uh, we have individuals that not only have gotten degrees but they've gotten master's degrees and uh, we have a number of people that have, while working at the fire department have gone to nursing school so they're they're nurses and firefighters and they work you know some shifts at the hospital and they work you know shifts with us at the fire department so it does sort of allow this the schedule does allow for some uh, flexibility and it does allow people to really continue their education for, for some people, it's an introduction to um, you know the medical field, and they really discover they have a passion for it, um, and they start pursuing you know advanced degrees and, uh, in, in the medical world. So, uh,
0: so. so really, just it's almost like a. Uh, not a bridge necessarily but almost so you can either stay with um you know games of fire rescue or like you were mentioning a little bit of both some in the medical field some in the firefighter um, i mean so really it just kind of opens up a world of opportunities for you and just really helps you discover different levels of of like your passion so if it's helping people there's a lot of that that
2: yeah there's i I would say there's more and more i mean clarence was alluding to the uh, specialty truck that he was on so Uh, We're considered an all hazards department, so uh, what he's talking about is is the specialty of technical rescue. Um, So when you see like big, um, you know, sort of large disasters on the scale, like tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes, and then you see that that, um, sort of the government has deployed teams to go, those are actually... those are actually firefighters for the most part that are um, coming from other regions so we have firefighters that went to the building collapse in South Florida we sent a team of people down there um, and that's very common because the area itself is that suffered the you know the disaster it's hard for them to staff their own specialty teams at that point um, so you, you typically get assistance from region, from other regions um, we went to uh, you know Katrina years and years ago as, as well as all all other parts of the state during um, major hurricanes that hit. We've, we had specialty teams that went. Uh, we also have a hazardous materials team. Uh, we have airport firefighting. Um, we also have a community medicine program. So there's there's sort of a diversity of ways that you can explore not just the medical field but just helping people in general whether it's firefighting or technical rescue or hazardous materials or uh, community medicine and, um, and so that you know as you discover your interest you can you know, continue ed- your education in that path and, and usually find an answer for that in the fire service still.
0: That's so. awesome and I really want to say listen I mean we appreciate all the work that you guys do I know that you all have been busy this weekend the news has been talking about a couple of different things that have been going on and so you know we definitely appreciate the service that you that you uh, give to our community and to all the communities um, um, it's just so appreciated and then what I was going to say was at some point, so for instance, you know we have our Hawthorne community. Once they've had that time and they've they've finished their commitment with Gainesville Fire Rescue, they might even be able to at some point transfer out here to the Hawthorne Fire Department as well, and might come back to their hometown and be able to to work out here as well.
2: So, um, and I, I last I recall that. Um, that service was mostly provided by the county fire okay, department. Okay, county, all right. Um, uh, and, and I'm not familiar if Hawthorne's municipality has its own service, but I, I know the county certainly provides a lot of service this um, county. Um, out here. Um, and they have they have similar hiring programs. In, in fact, we've sort of modeled our, our non-certified a little bit after some of the stuff that they do. Oh, fantastic. Um, okay. And so and anyone that's interested certainly could contact Alachua County Fire Rescue and, and, and look into their recruitment programs. I don't know what their hiring timeline is, yeah, um, right. and, and, right. and what testing methodologies they use. Um, but I, I, I know that, you know, they're always looking for good local people to, to be involved in their department as well. We work hand in hand with their fire department. Um, so when we, through our, through our non-certified hiring, uh, once you're certified, your pay goes up and, um, uh, but you have but you're committed for um a a couple years to work with Gainesville fire rescue so and that makes sense yeah Yeah. and i think that that's usually typical where um across the state of florida when you you have non-certified programs there's usually a little bit
0: Absolutely, absolutely because you know, there you guys are helping them to get to the point that they need to be absolutely so Gentlemen listen assistant uh, chief Sutton and firefighter Clarence Williams We I just want to on behalf of Hawthorne just say thank you all so much for taking your time today And then also you all as well uh, Firefighter Williams for coming out last week. One last thing. I just want to ask I know I've got two gentlemen in front of me. Do we have some wonderful ladies that work in these departments?
2: Uh, Absolutely actually um two employees that I lean on heavily and and constantly put up for awards are are, our ladies. Um, Our program is, um, our department is very diverse and we have, you know, people from all backgrounds and all walks of life and and certainly we have, uh, I think we're uh, probably about to hire another uh, female employee. We just hired one a year ago. Um, We have small hiring pools right now. Um, so I think that we'd be excited to see any candidates that are interested in applying.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Yes, go ahead.
2: Um, yeah, I just wanted
1: to add right quick, just in case there's anybody that's listening. Um, if you're not sure if it's what you want to do, whether male or female, uh, we do offer opportunities to do ride-alongs, to come up and ride with you know, some of our stations and see if it's something that you want to do. So, I mean, that's also you know, opportunity that we offer too, just in case some people are on the fence or not sure if it's something that they want to do.
0: Well, thank you guys so much. So again, Hawthorne community, if you're interested at all in the Gainesville Fire Rescue opportunity, please make sure that you give them a call. Um, I will also have um, flyers here at the school I'll also post them on our website and also on our social media pages so that they are available for anybody who wants that information it's such a wonderful opportunity Um, and again gentlemen thank you so much for being a part of our college and career corner today on our podcast so for miss McLeod and representing mr. Ferguson um, listen thank you guys so much for all the wonderful information that you shared and Hornets always remember that we're proud of you and that we care about you and that you are the reason that we come to work every day Day to help you succeed. This is Ms. McLeod for the Hornet Nation Station.